Hi guys, welcome to the Diving Podcast. It's been a while, yes, I know, but um, I was cooking something up and I'm joined by Quinta Wambula. Did I get that right? Sure, Quinta. Quinta who? Wambulwa. Wambula. <laughs> uh, by then the whole morning I was like misspelling your name, I don't know why. Wow. <laughs> so uh, we're here to talk about um, mental health awareness, keeping in mind that today actually is Mental Health Awareness Day. The 10th of October, October 2019. Yes. And um, it's an exciting topic uh, to know that a lot of people are affected by this. And people are always stuck in denial, especially when it comes to accepting the state that they're in. And so there's a lot of things that go in the brain. And just because one thing goes wrong doesn't mean that everything else is going wrong. True. So Quinta is here with us today. Let her say hi, then we start off. Hi guys. So thank you so much for having me on this show. Welcome. I'm so excited about this. And uh, we want to try and uh, create awareness, yeah. try to break the stigma that's around the, the topic on yeah. mental illness. Yeah. Uh, we have so many of us going through it, but now because there is stigma, we feel really not okay to speak about it. Yeah. We need to talk about mental disorders. Uh, the way people talk about other disorders. Yes. And basically accepting your state. And um, there are a lot of questions that people do ask. How do I know suffering from mental disorders? Well, um, before you actually say you're mentally ill, yeah. uh, you as a person, you need to know your behaviors. Yeah. You need to know your characters. And then once you identify that, you'll get to understand when you're not mentally stable. First of all, uh, let's say you've been a productive person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been waking up early. You've been taking your meals in good time. Yeah. And then this happens when now you don't sleep well. You're waking up so late. You're not productive as you've been. Then there's something wrong. You yeah. need to really check on it. Okay. Like, what's happening to me? Where am I going wrong? So once you identify your sleeping patterns, they yeah. are changing. Uh, you get to know there's something wrong. Uh, your eating habits, either you are overeating or oh, okay. undereating. Yes. Okay. So you get to see how am and I eating. And these are things that people rarely notice. Yes, yes. Yeah. So okay. once you identify that, then uh, try and see a therapist. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And um, let's say seeing a therapist, because yeah. most people are diagnosed and then they're told, okay, I'm suffering from mental illness. But before now, it comes to that point, yes. let's say I've, I'm taking through a lot of medications mm-hmm. and my issue is just simple, mental health. But the kind of medication that now I'm taking through, uh, it, it seems like I have something worse than even what I'm feeling. Well, it shouldn't scare you. And uh, as we know, <laughs> once you give it... <laughs> like, okay, it's really scares because it's like you haven't identified what my problem is. It's so, so, so hard. Uh, first of all, we shouldn't be scared by the words that mm-hmm. we are given uh, to our conditions. Yeah. Uh, let's say you're being diagnosed of depression. Yeah. It shouldn't scare you. And uh, just know I have this condition. Yeah. Um, I'm feeling isolated from people mm-hmm. and it is okay. I'm going to be okay. You know, I usually tell this to my audience. It is okay not to be okay. Once you know it is okay not to be okay, so don't really feel bad of the conditions you've been diagnosed with. And then yeah. we have other more complex conditions. We have like schizophrenia. We have like bipolar. You see, those are just words and mm-hmm. they shouldn't really scare you. They're scary. <laughs> 
Okay, let's say um, before we go to the step of now being diagnosed. Okay. Let's say I'm here. I feel depressed. I'm uh, I, I'm suffering from any kind of mental disorder. Yes. And um, now getting out there, identifying the right person to talk to, so that I can just reach out and open up and yeah. say whatever is uh, going through my my head. Yeah. It's quite a hard task. It is because uh, once you're actually having an emotional wound, let me try and say we have emotional wounds. Yeah. Uh, that's, that means like we are mentally unstable, you know, yeah. we are healing. Uh, so once you know you're in that state, try and find a confidant. Someone you can feel self opening up to, uh, telling someone? it can be a therapist. Let's yeah. start with that. It can be a psychologist. Yeah. It can be your own parents or your own sister or a best friend that you have. So once you identify a confident in you, try and talk to them of your feelings, of your emotions, and how you you actually feel. You know, yeah. um, once you be self. Mm-hmm. to express how you're feeling, them being sober in their minds, they can know how to help you or rather know how to go about this. So okay. uh, don't get scared in uh, opening up. I know it is scary. Yeah. Actually, it's not easy to open up of whatever you're feeling to someone and you don't know how they're going to take it in. You don't know how they're going to judge it. So just find a confidant and then tell them how you're feeling. They'll be of help. Um, depending on who you go to. Sure. You know, a lot of people get scared simply because... Um, First is that they don't know what they're suffering from. And two is basically fear of judgment. If I open up to you, how are you going to take me and after it's so sad. that? It's so sad. Yeah, so uh-huh. now the scary part comes in uh, that point. Okay. That Quinta is going to judge me for whatever I'm going to tell her. Okay. In real sense, I need help. But also what comes in mind is um, the kind of uh, impact I'll have brought when it comes to you judging me. Well, there's been stigma around this topic, and it's so sad, so to say. And uh, some of us don't even feel safe speaking about it because, so to say, I don't know how Sophie will take it. Like, I'm here coming with you, like, Sophie, uh, I'm heartbroken, so to say. I'm heartbroken, and uh, I don't know how to go about this. But you see now, you can say it is okay to be heartbroken, just move on. You see, the way you take it is like a slight, is like slight, you know, it's easy to move on. But on my side, it's something deep. So trying to create a safe space for the victims who are going through the mental illnesses will help them really speak of their problems without fearing anything. Okay. Yes, and the, on the other end, uh, the caregivers, now mm-hmm. those who are taking care of the, of the victim, mm-hmm. should know the right uh, communication to these patients because uh, you need to have empathy okay. while speaking to People who are depressed or people who are going through uh, a series of any mental illnesses, your conversation should be with a lot of empathy. Like, okay, speaking yeah. of caregivers, yeah? yes. uh, let's talk about parents. If my kid is suffering from mental disorders, how best do I actually tackle that issue? Because most parents also get depressed in the process. Um, they think that they're failing in their upbringing, um, their kids are suffering because of the kind of uh, parenthood that they are offering. And so uh, let's say parents are depressed. Okay. That will surely even affect the kids or vice versa. Kids are depressed, now the the parents get depressed as well. So when it comes to tackling um, family issues and mental disorders, what's the best way actually such people can tackle it? Well, when it comes to caregivers, uh, let me say this, uh, caregivers are just as human. 
Yes. They have emotions as well. Yeah. And they might you might find it like maybe uh they are just more uh mentally stronger mm-hmm. than the patients. Now when it comes to a family I'll still say this, yeah. just look for a psychologist or a therapist mm-hmm. because uh, honestly speaking, you can't be sick and actually handle another sick person. Yeah, true. In fact, you can be even now more depressed. Uh, we have families who have family doctors. Yes. We have uh, families who have family therapists or other psychologists. Okay. So uh, those are families that are well off. That mm-hmm. can afford. Uh, in in essence, where we have families that can't afford uh, private doctors, exactly. Because looking family... at the setup that we're from, especially <laughs> know, in right? Mombasa. So now, uh, in such a situation, yeah. the families can always look for public hospitals because yeah. we have public hospitals that can offer these services free of charge. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we have Makadara. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We have okay. Makadara Hospital where we have psychologists who do on voluntary basis. We have therapists there. We have doctors. We mm-hmm. have peer educators. So in a family where uh, they are not well off and they okay. feel like they are going through a series of mental illnesses, they can always opt for a public hospital. Okay. In other essence, uh, communication really matters with mental illnesses. Okay. The family members can just sit down. Yeah. And get to address their issues. Okay. What is nice. it? Yeah, sure. What is it that is leading to this? And, and what are like some of the stages uh, of mental disorder? Well, um, it can just start with a simple thing, stress. Okay. It can start with a simple thing like you being stressed and then uh, you get into, you know, extreme stress where yeah, now you become yeah. even now depressed. Okay. So it starts okay. like, it starts with you being stressed and then once you're not handling your stress well, yeah. you get yourself being depressed. So depression is now the extreme of it. Let's look at the treatment part. Okay. Can you treat mental disorders with medication or without medication? Uh, either way, it can work. Uh, okay. I've, I've had patients who've been treated with medication. Okay. Uh, they've taken antidepressants. Oh, but nice. I've had, yeah, sure. I've had also others yeah. who haven't taken any medication. Uh, most of these mental illnesses, uh, actually, most of the victims who go through mental illnesses get better with time through talk therapy. Talk therapy. Yes. Talking is everything. Yes. You need to just talk to someone you're safe with. You need to open up to that person. To a point you feel now comfortable to open up to anyone. Yes, yes, yes. And once you pour whatever you're going through to someone else, there's a way you're healing. Okay. Once you speak about it, there's a way you're healing. Or even writing about it. Yes. Because I read somewhere that um, there's a patient who couldn't express herself um, in terms of what she was going through. Yes. And she was just to write, write, write as many notes as she can in a day. Yes. And so her therapist used to read, actually, note by note. Uh, until he found a cure to exactly what she was ailing from. Well, I can yeah. say you need to find an emotional shield. They are called emotional shields. Uh, get to know what you like doing. Yeah. Get a hobby. Uh, if you like singing, go yeah. sing. If you like writing, go write. Nice. If you like speaking like I do, yeah. be a speaker. Okay. Speak about it. So uh, get an emotional shield. Uh, if you can start uh, fitness, you can start yoga. Yeah. You can start doing things activities that are going to help you develop physically and, and even mentally. And also what you like or enjoy doing. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I met you actually in one of your events, Coffee with Quinta, actually yeah. in a connection with what we are talking about right now. 
Uh, the event was about mental health. Sure. And um, one thing that got my attention was the fact that you are also a victim Very. of the same. Yeah. So if you don't mind, if you can share. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, people uh-huh. relate to their own cases if they uh-huh. hear someone else's experience. Very true. Because identifying if uh, I have mental health issues takes a lot. Uh, this and this happened to you. I'm like, oh, it happened to me as well. Uh-huh. So, okay. That time I was so depressed, it means I was mentally unstable. True. And so uh-huh. some people don't actually uh, relate to their issues until they hear someone else talking about their experience. Very true. So please, if you don't mind. <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, I speak this uh, in all my audiences that yeah. I go to. And uh, for me, uh, mine hit, hit so hard. Okay. Uh, I, I had losses. Uh, I, I hit rock bottom. And uh, I didn't know how to handle this. I didn't know how to take it in. Yeah. It was so much. Losing a lover, I've dated for seven years. And then... Seven years? Yeah. What were you looking for? <laughs> we should Sorry. be married already, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, hitting rock bottom and then trying to pick up the pieces was really hard. So uh, from being heartbroken, uh, I didn't know how to handle this. And so one way to escape away from this was use drugs. Okay. Uh, so I got myself into using drugs. And then my situation got worse and worse. You see, when you're mentally ill, yeah, you need to accept. You need to accept Acceptance and face, and then face the situation as it is. So yeah. I got myself into now smoking bang, and uh-huh. uh, that was my way of escape. But okay. it didn't help. That was actually it was more of like depression. Yeah. So mine was depression. That I had pushed another you to breakdown. drug abuse. Yeah. Okay. So in fact, I had a nervous breakdown and then uh, I went into depression, a real one. Yeah. And then also I had this social anxiety. Okay. I really isolated from people. And at the time, it was happening when I'm still in school. Oh, okay. So I didn't know how to again go Which get back. Which level were you in? I was in third year. So I didn't know how to get back to normality. Mm-hmm. I missed myself. Most oh, of the times I missed myself. Like I missed the person I was before everything that has happened. Yeah. And so I, I tried not to accept the reality. So I tried still living in the past. Yeah. Yeah. So now um, I got myself into smoking bang and uh, little did I realize I was already in rehab. What? Yeah. So being in rehab, okay. yeah, being in rehab, uh, I get, I get, I get to now uh, uh, talk to psychologists, talk yeah. to therapists. Mm-hmm. And then actually it's like a new, a new era I'm in. I'm, yeah. I'm now trying to also know these things yeah. one by one. Uh, but, uh, the society at large, they felt it was witchcraft. True. So it yeah. wasn't witchcraft because I was mentally ill. I was almost running crazy. Yeah. But uh, this is just a condition. Those are some of the judgments now um, uh, which can even make a patient yeah. get more scared, s- scared stressed because witchcraft. I'm a rogue. Yes, yes, yes. It gets you like, like broken down. I know. So um, from, from there now I... In the rehab, I had to write. Okay. I started writing. Like, I need to just write whatever I'm going through yeah. and how I'm going to do this. So hitting rock bottom was my way of now finding myself. Yeah. So I had to write and I had to now come up with just speaking of what I've gone through. Yeah. Because my way up, my way out of the cocoon that I was, was to just speak of my experience. Mm-hmm. So when I came back to school, I started vying. Okay. Yeah, and I was like... Now uh, you I'm, gained the courage. The courage to and, speak about yeah. it. And I was like, I'm going to use this as my manifesto. Yeah. Because I know there are a lot of us who are going through this. Yeah. But they just don't speak about it. I'm going to speak about it. So I started vying in school and I started speaking of my experience. And uh, little did I know, 
I was actually attracting so many people. And how was your acceptance once you got back from the rehab? It wasn't as easy because now fitting into the society was yeah. another thing. The people I knew will still want to associate me with with that quinter with the old quinter with the old quinter <laughs> yeah. but now this this new quinter that is still creating that is still germinating yeah. that also don't know her but she's really coming up yeah. so it wasn't really easy it was a shift it was a battle so okay. to say and uh, fitting into the society with now having been diagnosed with the conditions that I was diagnosed with yeah. was something else okay yeah so now I came to school I vied as I said and then started speaking about it and the more I spoke the mm-hmm. more people would relate okay. and the more people would come to me after my shows yeah. and actually tell me you know what quinta you're doing something good so it gave me power it gave me yeah, the courage true. you see uh whatever was you know it was like i was scared of mm-hmm. what the society will take it yeah. but i'm here being uh, validated so to say okay, yeah okay. Uh, like human beings love validation okay show. and um <laughs> let's say from the people who are following you to congratulate you for the kind of step you took uh-huh. um by any chance did you get like patients as well yes, people who were suffering yes, and yes. they didn't know that they were suffering uh well those who came to me they knew they were suffering okay so they came to me to really thank me because okay, like okay. i said uh with mental illnesses you really want to relate with someone else's story exactly you really want to know you know what i can also make it mm-hmm. you really want to know it's okay not and to be okay and the people who got help or they were just like yeah, keeping it to themselves oh. so when when quinta speaks they're like okay she's the right person i should follow and open up to so that i know where exactly to get help and i'm so grateful to yeah. have been a, a confidant to so many of you guys out there yes like I'm so grateful I have your secrets intact. Oh, <laughs> so, that's nice. That's yeah, nice. Yeah, so there are those who came to me and yeah. uh, because my offices are at Makadara, mm-hmm. there are those who now even came to the offices mm-hmm. and there are those who still feel they cannot open up to me, but yeah. I have a psychologist and other therapists they can always open up to them. Okay, that's nice. You need nice. to choose who you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Uh even if we are friends and you don't feel like Uh, I'm not okay telling Sophie these yeah, and these yeah. it is okay some even uh, find it better to open up to a stranger, stranger. someone that they don't know at all and uh, for my case I would I would get into a matatu yes and actually open up to a stranger wow and I feel good. randomly yes okay I could open up to a stranger cuz most of the times I would break down Okay. Yeah, I would, I could break down in the matatus and anyone who could ask me I would just pour everything out. Okay. And I really found relief. So okay. most of my strangers out there know mm-hmm. me. Okay. Yeah. So um speaking of it now I've had to now get even bigger audiences and bigger platforms mm-hmm. uh going all the way to radios featured yeah. in the newspaper on this yeah. with the same and then even now working with Blaze. Yeah. That yeah. was a really big platform for me and That's you see nice. uh, all I'm trying to say is uh you're not alone don't feel mm-hmm. alone just just accept the situation the condition you are in uh, mm-hmm. seek the relevant medication or yeah. rather help True. and then try and fight okay for l- let me share something with you before okay. you continue <laughs> okay. um i just realized um last year okay. that i was being brought up in a setup that wasn't free okay. um let's say if, if you are suffering you are suffering alone deal with it alone and um yeah just keep it to yourself so it it was kind of a situation that made me to be a hardcore especially when it came to relating with people uh opening up and all that so my setup you know like the swahili not swahili mombasa setup yeah. um 
congrats mom she's the best mom wow. yes wow. but problem came in that um, the kind of relationship we had it wasn't that uh, kind of relationship where i had a rough day okay. uh, i had an encounter a bad encounter with someone uh-huh. then i just come and and open up like i went through this and this uh, what do i do i'm a I just want to pour it on you so that I, at least I get what you have to say about it. I know. So I was building up emotions because okay. uh, after campus I became something else. Okay. Because you know campus is where you meet a lot of strange things. <laughs> I know. <laughs> strange, difficult things that uh, you can't even explain. So having uh, such a mom who you can't open up to mm-hmm. um, made me start doing things. Like um, I have a lot of tattoos. <laughs> okay, okay. So I found tattooing as a as a way of escape. Wow. Once I feel the pain, like you know how tattoos are, I just feel relief. And wow. every time I get mad, I get anxious. You I'll just call. Yeah, I just call the guy, book an appointment, go get a tattoo. It was that. So how many that, tattoos that. are you having? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so it was. Okay. It was that bad. Okay. To a point, um, I started now opening up. Unknowingly, uh, I meet someone. It's it's our first meeting, and I'm just like all over Sasa, him. Sasa, uh, Then I start opening up. I just connect stories, and then now it it started helping me. Kidogo, kidogo. But reaching that point, I was suffering. Actually, time. it took time because it took different platforms for me to know like, okay, I attended coffee with Quinta. Then after that, okay. I realized I was talking to everyone. I don't know if you saw me. Wow, wow, wow. Which is okay. That's I was talking to everyone. Wow. Like we just met and then um, I'm asking him like, I had you do this and this. Yeah. So... I'm suffering from this and this. Wow, so I'm like, wow, okay, wow. Sophie, this is what you can do. Call me weekends, Nini, we can hook up, talk about issues, and just have a drink. And surprisingly, I met someone that after your event, we okay. went for a drink. And after that, I got to open up quite a lot. Okay. And he did too. So it, these are like two patients. Wow, wow. <laughs> Which is okay. <laughs> Which is really cool. I know. Um, it helps. Wow, but now getting does. people to go to such platforms and making them open up, it's usually the hard task. Uh, uh, with you, what I can say is uh, you need this reparenting. Oh, my God. Healing the inner child. Okay. Um, uh, it's called the past traumas that you've had in your childhood. Yay. And then, <laughs> and then uh, now you're carrying them into the adulthood. And um, before you realize it, yeah. you keep on hurting people. Yeah. And uh, your relationships will always never be safe or healthy because there's a lot of baggage you're okay, carrying from you the past. Okay, that's you describing me because one, <laughs> no, being honest, one, um, <laughs> I don't keep relationships. Two, I have anger issues. Uh-huh. Then three, if we get an encounter, I'm so done with you. Like I can delete you from my life and pretend like you never existed. Uh, so to say, you need to be whole before you meet someone who's whole. You need to work on your inner child. Uh-huh. This is reparenting. We are so grateful for our parents for whatever yeah. they did to us. They did the best. Exactly. That's what they could do. Now, uh, having now awakened, so to say, mm-hmm. and you're now here and you know exactly how you really want to be treated. Yeah. So go back in time. Just go back. We can't go back in time, but we can start from here. Yeah. Start 
reparenting back, uh, yeah start yeah. reparenting yourself it's not easy opening up your wounds is is another scary thing mm-hmm. telling yourself the truths it's never an easy job but it's worth i make it. fun of every situation okay. by the way no matter how hard it is or painful or anything i just tend to make fun of it so sometimes people see me laughing and then we have something called social media nowadays. Uh, um, let's speak of social media. <laughs> I'm telling you the highlight reels and we get to compare yeah. ourselves. Exactly. It's actually eating us mentally. Exactly. And uh, we try to to actually identify our value, our worth with the number of likes we have, exactly. the number of comments we are getting. No, this is different. Like um Nimejam all I'll do is take a selfie, uh-huh. me smiling, so that when I just look at myself, I'm happy. And the picture now, other people that are getting is Sophie Ako Sawa. Ako True. Too Sawa. True. I'm a post Ako English point. She's having fun. But in real sense, I'm not. I'm hiding my sorrows behind those the smiles. Posts. And uh-huh. people don't actually understand. Because if I post, um, let's say, a picture of me crying. What will be uh, people's comments and reactions when they see that? Uh-huh. So all you have to do is hide behind the smile. And uh, we Always. have so many masks around us. Yeah. We have so many masks and we really try to, to show the world we are doing good. We exactly. want to show the world we are happy. But in real sense, we are not happy. Uh, there's a lot with social media and uh, social media can make you or break you. True. Uh, we, have, we have incidents where myself, I've been bullied. Okay. I've been bullied and uh, I usually speak about this. When I was going through all those yeah. uh, depression, I was going through uh, stresses. I had all those series of uh, mania. And then here comes when my nudes are released to the public. Oh, gosh. This was another blow. Uh-huh. Like, I, I now don't know myself. I don't know. I don't know how to how to express who I am in the public yeah. because there, there's a picture the public is getting and yeah. then there's a picture that I know. Uh, it had to take my strength mentally yeah. to actually define myself. I actually had to validate myself and not to let social media define who exactly. I am. Because so, the judgments are flowing yeah. in. Uh, what was Quinta doing? I'm telling you, they were all over and they were heartbreaking. Yeah. And uh, you know, guys, it's... Whatever you're posting out there, be very careful with it. Yeah. The internet never forgets. True. The internet never forgets. So it had to really take strength on my other side. Yeah. To now define myself and not let the world, rather social media, define who I am. Yeah, true. <laughs> so just finding yourself in the whole process really helps a lot. Because by the end of the day, no one can make you change. No one. It's just up to you to wake up and say, you know what? Fuck all this bullshit. I'm, I'm going to wake up and be a new person, uh, put everything behind me. Because recovering is the, let's say, it's the core stage of all this. Sure. Uh, how you recover matters, even how your future is going to be. Very if true. If you recover the wrong way, then basically you're going to go back. You're going to fall back. And uh, there are relapses. Uh, yeah. I've had uh, several relapses, but uh, every day is a new day. We yeah. we keep to we keep to push on mm-hmm. and to be better every day. Mm-hmm. Recovery is your journey. It yeah. is personal. You will see a therapist. Yeah. You will see a psychologist. Yeah. But at the end of the day, 
this healing is personal. This healing is personal. You need to do this on your own terms. There's no limit to it. Let nobody or nothing rush you. Mm -hmm. Take as much time as you want. Heal. Heal all your wounds. Heal all of them. And Mm -hmm. then once you've healed now, try and now get out there. Mm -hmm. Meet new people. Start a new life as well. And never Make be ashamed of anything. Never. Never. Never regret anything. Because yeah. then after you recover, you'll sit back and be like, Ay, shit, I did this. I know. I know. I just did this, you know. Yeah. And then you're there uh, looking back and you're so proud of yourself for the far you've come. True. Uh, so proud of yourself. Not many people will see it, but be proud of yourself. Yeah. Congratulate yourself. Yeah. Award yourself for the far you've come. Award yourself for the struggles you've conquered. And yeah. you know what? You're going to make it. Yeah, and putting just uh, all your fears back. And uh, if you've been a victim or you're suffering, just open up, speak on social media. Instead of coming up with random content that doesn't help anyone, mm-hmm. uh, if you come up with discussions that can actually help someone else, True. can really, really help. And um, going to platforms that can actually showcase whatever you are going through so that you, you change someone's life. Because a lot of people sit on their achievements, you see. Yeah. Uh, you you decided to take your case uh-huh. in a different angle uh-huh. to make sure that nobody else goes through the same. Uh-huh. Um, and there's some people with even worse cases, cases that are worth hearing, cases that are worth, let's say, different platforms. But they just sit, and I was healed, and that's it. Just Turn your pain into power. Exactly. And then there's a reason why you went through all that. Try and show others the light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is an interesting discussion. And uh, mental health is surely a broad topic. It is. That we cannot actually tackle in these few minutes and just finish there. I love if we do enjoy more of these uh, conversations and even invite some of the patients that we know who are ready to share their stories. Very true. Now, uh, today being the World Mental Health Day, I want to send love and light to everyone out there who are battling or even not battling the mental illnesses. I want to tell you, it's okay not to be okay. There's no limit to recovery. And most importantly, love yourself. Self-love is key. In nice. recovery. Yes. And remember, folks, uh, diving podcast, the deeper you go, the better it feels. We're going to be back next um, episode with some thrilling and nice topics to cover. Um, yeah. Don't go away. Thank you. Okay.